0: You're listening to the Daily Mishnah Podcast with Benedict. So we left the Mishnah yesterday with questions about fire breaking out on Shabbat. And we were amazed to find out that the rabbi's first question, if a fire breaks out on Shabbat, is whether we can save holy writings. And then the rabbis go on to say, the Mishnah goes on to say, look, we can save food for three meals. And then in the third Mishnah of the 16th chapter, almost all this chapter deals with fire, by the way. In the third Mishnah, the Mishnah seems to lighten up a bit and it says, Matsilin sal maliki karot. we can save a basket full of loaves, even if it's got a hundred meals in it and a round cake of pressed figs. And Ben Batera, to said look we can save them even into a place that doesn't have an eruv the mishnah says we save them somewhere where there is an eruv and ben Batera objects he says no we can save these things even somewhere where there's no eruv and the mishnah in 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 mishnah 4 the mishnah's going to pick up on this remark maybe in earlier times mishnah 3 and 4 were joined up and we've talked before, by the way, about the fact that the essential element in Mishnah is the chapter, not the individual Mishnah. So the boundaries between the Mishnayot may may perhaps be be flexible. And certainly, Ben Batera says, uh, Ben Batera Omer, Af li Mu Revet. Even somewhere where there is no Erov, and the Mishnah then picks up in, in, in the, in, immediately afterwards, Ulusham Motzi Kol Klei tashmisho. And there he can carry out everything that he needs. So clearly this Mishnah just runs on from the previous one. There he can carry out everything that he needs. Velovesh Kol And he wears everything that he can wear. Veotaf La and he he's going to wrap himself in in all that he can wrap himself. So it seems that we are carrying out into a place where there's no eruv, and we're not um, we're not going according to Ben Batera's opinion that this is permitted. So we're going to wear these clothes or wrap ourselves in these clothes in order not to carry them on Shabbat. And Rabbi Yossi is going to come along now and says. It's not a question of wearing everything we can wear. I'm going to give you a number here. Rabbi Yossi Omer shmonah Asar Kelim. You can wear 18 things. And the Gemara, by the way, enumerates a list of 18 items of clothing which a normal person wears when he goes out in the morning. And this everything from his hat down to his socks. So Rabbi Yossi wants to restrict the permission to carry out from the house just the 18 items. Although he's going to say but he can come back and put on more and then take him out again as if he would walk backwards and forwards, carrying clothes into some area with an air of, without an error, taking them off and then coming back again. And saying and saying to other people, come and take it with me, just as we learned when we were talking about the food, we can say to others. Lachem, go and take for yourselves. Now, so the Mishnah seems to be lightening up here, and this, this 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 sort of this slight lightening up of the of the Isur on putting out fire on Shabbat carries on. So Rabbi Shimon Ben Nana says gedi al Shida Teva You can <laughs> take a goatskin. skin. If you and spread it over a box or a chest or a trunk you've got one of these these boxes, these storage cabinets, the word migdal, which means tower in modern Hebrew we've heard in the section on trapping, referring really to a wooden box where we keep animals. We've got one of these boxes where where um Fire has broken out. We can take a goatskin and spread it over it. Because it just singes. We're not going to light up the goatskin by spreading it over to put out the fire. We're just going to singe it a little bit. And Rabbi Shimon is then going to say, We're going to make a fire barrier, a fire barrier in any kind of any kind of vessel. Bain Maleim u bain Rekim, either full or empty. So the fire should not pass. So we're going to build a fire barrier. What sort of fire barrier is this? Well, Rabbi Yossi is going to come in and spoil the party again. And by the way, the halacha doesn't go according to Rabbi Yossi in any of these Mishnayot. But Rabbi Yossi, when he comes in and spoils the party, is going to tell us a little bit. About what this fire barrier is. Let's hear Rabbi Yossi. Rabbi Yossi Yossi prohibits. He forbids in the case of new earthenware vessels filled with water. Because... Or because they can't withstand the fire. Vahein meet back in because they are certainly going to burst. And they're going to put out the fire. Rabbi Yossi says, look, you shouldn't put out the fire, um, so to speak, indirectly. So I think the rabbis would all agree that you're not going to pour water directly on the fire on Shabbat. But Rabbi Yossi is saying, look, you wouldn't even do it indirectly by putting an enormous Watery earthenware pitcher in front of the fire, such that the fire would uh, heat it up and make it break, and then there will, of course the water is going to spill all over the place, and it really is going to f- put out the fire. The halacha doesn't go according to Rabbi Yossi and that's the um that that is. The, the Rambam in the commentary on the Mishnah, which is in my current printed edition. It's not in the current printed edition. The halachah is not according to Rabbi Yossi. Actually, I understand that in the first printed edition of the Rambam, actually, the halachah is according to Rabbi Yossi. So maybe the Rambam changed his mind here in different editions of the Mishneh Torah. He did revise the Mishneh. He wrote the Mishneh Torah when he was very young. I think below the... I think he was not even 20 when he wrote the, the first draft of the Mishneh, of, of the commentary on the Mishnah. He wrote the commentary on the Mishnah in his youth when he was not even 20, but then he successively revised it as time passed. And as he began to develop the halakha in the Mishneh Torah, he would go back and revise the Halakha as he brought it in the commentary on the Mishnah. So it's not unusual to see successive editions of the commentary on the Mishnah with different Halakha. But generally, the Halakha in later versions of the commentary on the Mishnah will verge towards what he has in the Mishneh Torah, because the Mishneh Torah is the authoritative text of his thinking. And sure enough, and I brought them for you here. He says, If a fire breaks out on Shabbat, someone who extinguishes it because of the loss of property is liable. We only extinguish on Shabbat because of the loss of life. And he recommends people just to leave the area so as to save lives. But then he goes on to say, and he's quote, clearly quoting our Mishnah, Muta'r bein bein You see, he's, he's quoting our Mishnah. You can make a barrier of any kind of vessel, either empty or full, in order that the fire should not pass. Even new earthenware vessels full of water are used to make a barrier. In spite of the fact that they will certainly break, Shevadai mitbakin and will put out the fire. For, he says, gram kibui mutar. Gram kibui is is sort of, if you like, indirect causation. Um, causing a fire to be put out is permitted, even though putting it out directly is forbidden. So what about the fire service? What if the fire service comes out to put out the fire? That was the question we discussed yesterday, and Jeff very kindly put a, uh, a note on modern halakha um, on the uh, on on the WhatsApp group, but we the the Mishnah actually addresses the question. Nochri shebal chabot. If a non-Jew comes to us to extinguish, what do we do? Ain omrim lo ve'al to They neither say to him, or we neither say to him, extinguish. Nor do we say do not extinguish. We don't tell him to put it out. But we don't tell him not to put it out. Because his rest is not their, or the Mishnah is talking about their obligation. I mean, he's talking about us, of course. In other words, we're not responsible for the rest of a Gentile. And that suggests, by the way, that if we have a, if you like, a fire service, which is, which is ready to come and put out a fire on Shabbat, as long you know, we don't have to, we don't tell him to put it out. But we don't, this is in the land of the Mishnah, right? A modern halachist would say call the fire service because there's potential loss of life. Well, remember, we're not learning halacha from the Mishnah. We're just learning Mishnah at this point. So in the language of the Mishnah, if the fire service or if the non-Jew comes along to extinguish, we don't say anything to him at all. We let him extinguish if he wants to do that. But... The Mishnah concludes, "Aval, katan Chabot if a minor, if a child comes to extinguish, ein We don't, we don't listen to him. That means we don't agree with him. alehen, because we are responsible, we are responsible for the rest of a child on Shabbat. We have educational responsibility towards a child." And clearly, we're going to save his life from a burning building. But we also need to save his education. And the Mishnah in this particular sequence of halachot closes with his education. We don't listen to him if he wants to put out the fire. Thank you for listening to this edition of the Daily Mishnah Podcast with Benedict.